Welcome back to another episode of Long Beach Locals, the only podcast in Long Beach that highlights local businesses and the people behind them. When you enjoy this episode, please like, subscribe, share, and leave a review. This podcast is brought to you by Active Life. I'm your host, Justin Mosley, and today, our guest is owner and founder of Slay with Steph K. Steph K. Steph, thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. What's going on? I'm happy to have you here. I'm excited. Can you tell us about your journey as a personal trainer and what inspired you to start Slay with Steph K? So it goes back to, I used to live in Baltimore and I was a teacher back there. And when I moved back to New York, I knew I needed a switch. I liked teaching, but I wasn't like a passionate teacher. The ones that you really know that put their all into it. So my first fitness job was an, at an I Love Kickboxing. Um, it was fun for when it lasted, but then I decided to get my master's and really dug into like exercise physiology there. And then I got a job with Lifetime Fitness. Fantastic. I was there for five years through the pandemic. Um, they taught me so much. There are, There is a plethora of trainers there and every type variety that you can think of. So if you really are a newer trainer and want to learn there, everyone is just at your fingertips there. Um, once the pandemic hit, I was one of the busiest trainers there and I really did love it. Um, but the pandemic hit and we closed and I didn't go back for six months. Oh, wow. So during that time though, I'm not going to say I was doing nothing. Um, I was enjoying the Long Beach life and that's where I really started to see that I could do some stuff on my own. I started a beach class um, like every Tuesday. We had a blast doing it. Um, we had no gyms at all. So anything we could do outside, so much fun. And then I started like seeing how all of my, it was a lot of my lifetime people, but we all just kind of really got together every Tuesday. We went out after to Taco Tuesday. I mean, there was a lot of rules, but we still just had so much fun. I did return to Lifetime after the pandemic around like that 2020, I guess it was October. Mm -hmm. And it was just like a different place, like a little dark. People were angry. I mean, the fun that we had in the summer was like crushed as soon as <laughs> I stepped in there. And it's nothing against Lifetime. It's really just... People were just unhappy. It was a bad time. Yeah, yeah, and I, I didn't understand it because we were on the beach all summer here. It was mm -hmm. like a different world. So after that, I was like, I really, I got to get out of here. Between my mental state just went like downward. I actually, one of my clients from Lifetime treated me to a Tony Robbins coach. Nice. And that coach, it was like one-on-one -on -one sessions really helped me like come up with a small plan to start moving out of there. So I had some clients outside of there um, and then Long Beach Strength and Conditioning. I met during the pandemic. I interviewed with them before they opened. Um, we had a great connection there, like great Sue, Andy, everyone, but they just weren't ready for me yet. So push came to shove like six months later, they called me. They were like, come on in. And I was like, this is a really big decision. Cause it was kind of a little bit of a pay cut and a little scary, like mm -hmm. got to take my clients a little bit of a pay cut. I don't really know these people, but I was like, let's do it. Um, Andy actually like mentored me more than he probably thinks he did. Uh, but I learned so much from him. And then after a couple months with them, I was like, all right, it's time. Let's, let's do this thing. And that's 
how it went. It's been a journey, but it's been like so many life lessons. Right. And now that I'm here, I do not regret any single one of them. What I think is really admirable is that end point of saying like you didn't regret a single piece of it and you were happy mm -hmm. for every journey. I mean, every single step of the equation was a learning experience. And now that I look back, like there were, of course, times that I hated pieces of it, but there is no way that I would change any of that. It's probably it was probably very intimidating and scary, truthfully, about going from being a teacher to getting into personal training to the pandemic happening and to going back into it and realizing the energy of this whole place is off to I'm going to figure out how to do the next thing. Exactly. Also, going into Lifetime as a new trainer is beyond intimidating. There are trainers that have been training for 30 years. Like, so as a new one and everyone is like checking you out and seeing this, it's a huge gym. Mm -hmm. I'm talking like a staff of 35 trainers and you know, I'm not going to lie. The group that I was hired into were rock stars and they all taught me different things about everyone. One, like, is pursuing sales there like and you can mm. then another is like a specialist in injury and so it's just there's so many different pieces that have made me who i am today and some are master programmers like it was just so many different ways to learn and it was so great at the time do you feel like the team that you were with at lifetime helped you create the type of community you wanted through slay I think they would fit in my Slay community fantastically. <laughs> All of us really were rock stars and we still are. So I want to say yes. The learners, the ones that really wanted to pursue outside and build more are doing it. So it was just like a matter of me being a part of that as well. Mm -hmm. When I... When I meant what the other question is like do you feel like the community you have developed was based off of also the team base that you've had with lifetime oh like are they still part of my community kind of thing or like building off of the community that you had like you yeah. know what a well-structured team felt like and what having a bunch of rock stars on the team felt like and maybe that led into what the community of slay has become i would say yes i think that starts with like expectation of what i ensue so like I had a solid group there. Teaching classes really just like created a community at Lifetime of its own. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them came with me. A lot of them moved on. And it's just like I like all of my people to get along. So that's that Slate community that I just keep kind of building. But also it does transition. Um, so, yeah, I would say that was the basis. And it was just like I just want everyone to get along in a fit way. Yeah. Be that possible social Yeah, influence. so I feel like I try my best to lead by example. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully some people are like, wow, what's she doing over there? Yeah. That psychopath. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and the group of others, the psychopaths along with <laughs> Yeah, the guys. little psychos that come. <laughs> How does Slay differentiate itself from other fitness communities? I would say, how are we different? Well, I will say that each individually is completely and totally different. Like you can have any personality you want and you will fit in with the Slay community. The one thing that we do have in common is we do like to be active and it's not necessarily the same type of activity. Mm -hmm. Like we have people that are marathon runners and then there's some that are strictly strength training. Then we have surfers. So it's really just be yourself but also be in love with activity. Right. And that's pretty much 
how I want it. And we, I want everyone to be as welcoming as possible. I know, like, everyone's always like, oh, it's culty. But, like, it's it's really, what do you like to do? Okay, come join us on the beach and let's have some fun. It doesn't sound like a college. It sounds like people who are looking to bring each other up. Exactly. Know? It's a huge support system, too. So if, say, you came up to me and you're like, oh, tomorrow I'm going to start rock climbing. Okay, cool. Do you want me to go with you? Like, You'll find someone to try something with you, whether or not you pursue it or not, is up to you. Mm-hmm. But we are all for supporting and pushing forward and growth, tons of growth and development. Yeah. And that's just mental, physical, everything. That's a good answer. Yeah. <laughs> how important is community support when it comes to achieving fitness goals? And how does Slay foster a sense of community among its members? So I think that goes hand in hand with the last question is we really like try and drive support systems within each other. So, I mean, within the group, we're going to try and find that one person that'll do something crazy with you. For example, one wanted to go paddleboarding Sunday. Now we got a group of like six. And it's like, oh, you want to come too? Like, more the merrier. More the, yeah. yeah, the more the merrier, as long as we got enough boards. Yeah. But it's it's that, and it's really trying something out of your comfort zone because as soon as you do that and you're with another person that's just as uncomfortable and then you realize you love it it just changes the dynamic and you connect on a different level and you just want to be better in all aspects and that is my favorite thing like those surf events most people never surf in their life and some are terrified of the water but when they get out of the water after they already had done a boot camp on the beach and they surfed for the first time and caught their first wave they're beyond ecstatic tell me more about the surf camps that you're talking about so in the summer i haven't done one yet i come collaborate with the scoot and surf school and this started in the pandemic actually this is where it all began oh. that summer i had off i was like hey guys do you do like events to the scoot and surf camp and they were like, yeah, we do. So I decided to do a beach boot camp. And then we would have a little break. And then we'd all do a surf lesson. I mean, we were brand new surfers in 2020 also. So it was so fun for us. for everybody. Yeah. yeah. And I ran the boot camp. We had music. We have this. And we have about like 25 to 30 people. We all go surfing. Scootin sets up an amazing little thing for us. Tons of instructors to help us. And then we hang on the beach usually after. But like I said, everyone is new. Everyone is excited. Even like some train surfers come along with the journey just mm-hmm. because it is so much fun. Right. So we get a little sweat on and then we all go in the water. And like I said, any it could be any skill level mm-hmm. of surf. I think that's really cool, too, because it also helps people share the experience where you appreciate it more and you remember it because you shared it with another individual. I think absolutely. And I think those really helped build that community up too. Cause then once like someone does it and they love it, they're like, Oh my God, when's your next one? I want to bring my friend. And that's when we're like, okay, let's, let's do this. And, and I get hyped up. Like, yeah, it's that's, just, it's awesome. That's that so- positive social and influence. The, the better that they get at surfing, the more excited they are. Like, oh my God, I did it on my own. They let me paddle by myself. Like there's like step process, but it is just, it's, it's really cool to see. How does that make you feel when you hear about the positive experiences that are shared with you through the people who have been part of Slay? 
I mean, I love to hear anyone winning. So if it was like, I can't believe I caught that wave on my own. And like, it's just, you just feel that energy in the air. And especially if it's at the beach, it's even better. Cause like the beach is the best place ever. But it, it lights me up. That's mm -hmm. why I do this. I'm like, here we go. This is what we're made to do. Push people out of their comfort zones. Make them better. Make them believe in themselves. Right. That's what it's all about. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. It sounds like I hear it in your voice, too, about the the sound of fulfillment that comes with that. I mean, really, like, I, like, try to think about this all the time. I'm like, sure, it's awesome to get people in the best shape of their life. But it's really freaking cool when they turn around and they're like you know what i can do this now you know what i believe that i can get a promotion at work and they start speaking up for themselves and that's where i'm like this is why i do what i do mm -hmm. forget not forget the workouts but like, <laughs> you know the other stuff the stuff that's outside of the the workouts the of gym the, the supplement to be able to do the rest exactly like you can maybe you got to look good first to believe that you can uh, do the rest which is fine mm -hmm. But even like lifting the heavy weight and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe I just did that. Mm -hmm. It's that same feeling inside. Like, wow, I'm that good. You give people a sense of empowerment. Yeah, I love it. And that's a powerful tool that to be able to carry along and just constantly be that positive influence on people because now you have a glow. You have something that people see on you where they're like, you need to talk to Steph because she got me to do X, Y, and Z and I was never going to be able to do that without her. And it's even just that little like, but you can do it. It's mm -hmm. all they need sometimes. And what do you know? They're surfing big waves and deadlifting 200 pounds. Yeah. It's like <laughs> that little voice in your head that's telling you, like, just rem remember, you can do this. You can, like, there's something always telling you, like, the other half of the I can't, there is the can. Let's listen to that. How do we tap into that? Right. And the way you sound like you're doing it is through community and I support. mean, my favorite is when they come back to me and they're like, yeah, and I heard your voice in my head at the gym when I was alone. I so I just did another that. one. I was like... And I have succeeded. Yes, I love that. <laughs> Honestly, I, that's one of my, I, I think that's one of the biggest compliments I could receive as yeah. well. Yeah, I mean, one, someone said it to me this week and I was like to myself, I'm like, thank you. We have succeeded mm -hmm. in life. And for, for me, I'm like, damn, do I want to hear my, <laughs> I wonder what my voice sounds like to oh, them. I know. <laughs> in addition to physical fitness, what other aspects of wellness does Slay emphasize? So I really try to dig into nutrition a ton. To be honest, I think that's more important sometimes than the activity. I mean, I just want people to be active in general. If they're training with me, that's a bonus. But if you're telling me, like, you're going on your walks and you're doing your thing, that's fine. But the nutrition, that's where it's hard for everyone, including myself. Discipline is, is hard. It's hard. And I'm not necessarily saying, like, you have to lose weight, but it's staying away from processed foods that are in our face every single day. It's limiting alcohol. We live in a very hard community oh, here. Yeah. So, and I'm not talking about, like, again, for just fat loss. I'm talking about longevity. That's really what I've been, like, trying to aim and focus on recently. I'm like, you have grandkids. Like, there's more to life than just what you're putting in your mouth. And... What about your actual kids? And what are you living life for? You mm -hmm. have a job. If you don't have your health, you don't have any of that. Yeah. So I believe that nutrition is a big part of that and just kind of taking control of yourself. So if you feel something that's off, like, let's hammer it. Let's figure it out. Let's pay attention. Right. That kind of stuff. So overall wellness, I would say, and whether it is 
an actual medical problem or like I'm not a doctor, but I know the basics of nutrition that will help hopefully in any direction. Right. I agree. And that it speaks volumes to be able to provide people this type of insight because to them, they see it as like, it's all they've known. So trying to teach people something or unteach somebody to teach them a new aspect, you're challenging their belief, you're challenging their peace of mind, and you're challenging the way they've been taught for their entire life. And giving them some reasoning of like, yes, weight loss is a goal, but that is the byproduct of doing all the other things. Right, right. It comes along with it. It's really just taking one step at a time. And it's not easy. Like, like I said, we're tempted in every direction and every room like it's all over the place and it's like where do I even start and there's so much bad information Mm -hmm. so I try to just give it a little here and there of course it depends on the client Mm -hmm. and the person like do they want to learn or do they am I just buzzing like (laughs) annoying them really is what it is yeah and sometimes those conversations are really important because it lets them know or lets you know as well how does this person like to be communicated with or how do you best communicate with right right things stick and land and make sure that they have that little voice in their head saying steph told me to do this steph said right try this and also i've been that person like i went through a weight loss journey so i understand i and it takes time and they're always like well do you ever eat this and i'm like I am not the person that, like, I want to be the perfect example on most days. But I have gone through every single stage of the other stuff. I've eaten pizza and lost weight. I, like, I've done it in stages as well. It's like, how far do I want to take myself? And that's up to me. Right. But they don't have to, I'm not telling anyone to go step on a, in a physique competition and take it away, you know? Yeah. Unless they want to. That's what I was going to say. Then we got to really have a conversation, but... (laughs) But no, I just want them to do just a little bit better every single day. And that nutrition piece is just, it's always a big one. It's always the toughest. Yeah, you gotta hammer but that my favorite home. conversations at the same time. Yeah. The di- most difficult conversations are usually the best conversations. So Yeah. And also when they start like really asking and grabbing on, like, what do you think of this product? And when they start exchanging recipes with me, like mm-hmm. I do all those silly recipes on my Instagram but it's to show them that you can do it with ease. Like, right. it doesn't have to be like this crazy recipe. Like, I am the cook in the face of the world. The chef or mess? My chef or mess, because <laughs> I am a mess <laughs> when I cook. <laughs> it's also, it's nice to be that for them, you know, because you are that outlet that shows them if I, like, you are that, per, like, that standard to them now. Like, if I am wanting to do this thing, let me refer to stuff. Let me talk to stuff. And they trust you. They put a lot of trust into you and you are delivering, which is amazing. I mean, I, I'm trying. <laughs> trying always. You're doing. You're definitely <laughs> doing. How do you approach goal setting with your clients and what strategies do you employ to help them mo- stay motivated and committed to their fitness goals? So the first thing I usually try to dig into is their why. Mm-hmm. Why do they want to do this? And not just like a surface level why, like, oh, I want to look good. No, like I looked in the mirror the other day and I started crying because of how I looked. Mm -hmm. Um, And as they are starting off, we really dig in. Was it on goal setting the question? Yeah. So after we figure out their why, we figure out what do they want to achieve? How long will it take? What's realistic? We get a big goal. We break it down into smaller goals that smart goals 
Mm-hmm. Everyone loves those. I love a smart goal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's realistic? How long will it actually take? What do I have to do? So if they come and say, like, I do want to step on stage for a physique competition, well, I'm going to tell you what it really does take. Yeah. Um, but no, we break it down into smaller things and try to, like, step processes. What can we achieve this week? What level are you at? And where can we take it to? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Have you worked out? What's your history? What's your history of diet? Have you ever dieted? That kind of stuff. What's your activity level? You know, all of that. The big questions. Yeah. So when a client seems like they're falling off a little, I try to, again, remind them of that big why that we made a decision for in the beginning. And Start. Yeah, you know, right? Or, or straight to the initiative and straight save to the, the reef. Save the reef. <laughs> Make sure it's about it. Yeah. Save the reef. I like that. That's what made you feel like that was the call of action for you. The way that Javi talked about what he does, mm-hmm. I was obsessed with. My One of my favorite things in all of life is seeing someone that is passionate about what they do. And when you can like feel the energy radiating off them, it's the greatest thing in the world. So like, for example, there's a band I go and see uh, that's local. And like th- one of the singers is just insanely passionate and you can just feel it in the room mm-hmm. um, and I've been doing that a lot more when I go to concerts I like really pay attention to the band and see, like, how much passion it is mm-hmm. behind them and same with like you know when you meet like a trainer that like loves and loves what they do yes like we don't do this for money yeah we do this f- to make a difference so when he after he gave us this whole snorkel tour he brought us to the island he showed us all these things we all left and we were like, he is awesome. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we want to help. And I was like, I'm doing a surf event. That's it. Yeah. It was just like easy. Immediately compelled. And he's like, had nothing bad to say about anything. Like there is like a random tree species that was brought into Costa Rica and it was like honestly killing the rest of the forestry there. Mm-hmm. And he like didn't even say anything bad about it. And he was like, oh, it's just like how life works, but we don't want to kick them out. I'm like... I don't know. It was just like beautiful. Everything, how he like presented everything was beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is something I would definitely stand up for. Okay, stand up, get behind and do the yeah. thing for it. Do the damn thing for it. And yeah. it's like close to heart because we were there. We saw it. It was fun. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what are your long-term goals for Slay with Steph K? And how do you envision the future of your fitness community? My long-term goals, honestly, it's to get as many people into this community as possible. And it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't have to be mine. But I do want to impact as many people as I can. And not just in the fitness world, but like in that state of development and growth, mind, body, soul, all of it. And now that I have turned over to the Fit House... They have a community of their own, and I just feel like hand in hand, at least in Long Beach, like that's just going to create such a bigger community of fun for us. I'm so excited uh, to combine forces with the Fit House. And that leads me into my next question of, now it's two questions, where can the listeners find you and tell me more about your role at the Fit House? Okay, so you can find me on Instagram is probably the best. It's Steph, K-A-Y-Y. And the Fit House is where I'm going to be teaching classes again. So I haven't been teaching classes in probably six months. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, it's been a while, but and I was like, oh, do I want to get back into that? And then on Monday, the Fit, okay, so Fit House is our new gym that's opening in Long Beach, partially opened right now. We started the new schedule on Monday, and I taught four classes on Monday, and I was like, okay, yes, this is right. I miss group fitness. I miss <laughs> group fitness. I miss the music. I miss the energy from the people. I can't wait for my crew to come on over. So now the classes are live. The Mind Body app is live, which means you can all sign up and see who's teaching there. But this is awesome because it's like that functional style with a little bit of cardio mixed in. Definitely hard workouts. But we're trying to cater to like a bigger community. And people from Long Beach Strength have been reaching out. People from Lifetime. Um, it's just very exciting to get back on board. Yeah, I'm excited for you. I'm honestly. excited. It's in a path that sounds like you're extremely eager and energized by, you know, was it when the way you're talking about it, it just sounds like you have this punch ready to... Well, I feel like the, the Barrier CrossFit had a great community in general. And, I mean, I never CrossFit ever, never did CrossFit. I don't know. Is it a verb or no? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> so, while I am friends with Jess, Jess is one of the owners, I just never had a role to join in forces with them. I had asked them about, like, training there back in the day, but there was never, like, uh, it was just, like, not quite wasn't the time. Me. It wasn't the yes, time. Yes, exactly. And then when she reached out to me and she was like, well, we're we're thinking about rebranding. And I was like, well, you better let me know. Um, and I said, if this is the case, like if you're going to rebrand and you want me there, like I'm ready to call something a home. So I need this, this and that. And they were like, let's do it. And here we go. My home and all of my slate communities home, which they don't really know yet, but they will very soon where it's gonna be awesome stuff yeah. i'm super excited for you in the future and for you to excel immensely over at fit i'm very excited for all of the future as well it's gonna be great thank you for spending your time with me and thank you for coming on the episode thanks for having me so much no i had a great time thank you should i do this all right that wasn't so bad <laughs> and just try to break down the reasons that they started this all and it's and remind them it's going to get hard. It's not easy. And that's why so many people are not doing what you're doing. Right. Um, but also tell them where they started and where, how far they've got. They came along. But this is where that community piece comes in. It's like the more you surround yourself with people just like you, the more you're going to do. So that's where I try to really get them involved in the slay community that mm -hmm. we have. And introduce them to a couple more people that maybe they'll get along with. And it's really hard to go to the gym by yourself if you're not comfortable going at mm -hmm. all. So to ask them of that is a big, a big deal. But I try to just find fitness in any aspect or activity in any aspect of their life that they will actually like. So mm -hmm. they have to kind of like something yeah. besides me, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and it helps a lot, too, when being able to meet them where they're at and have those conversations of, like, subjectively, what does this mean to you? Then also objectively, like, how can we quantify exactly what how we know we've been successful? And then on the other aspect of it is like, OK, what is that success? Does that success bring you when you do lose this weight? 
are you just happy that you lost the weight and then it's like, all right, life is amazing and all that? Or did you gain so many other things along the way that that's what you were really looking for instead of just the 30 pound weight loss or right. whatever it may be? And that is like something I try to remind them along the way. Like, okay, so what happens when we get to that 30 pound weight loss goal? What else have we done in this time? Way more than you think. Like how much strength have we acquired? What have you learned? Mm -hmm. uh, how many podcasts can I push to for you to listen? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> how many books? Yeah, but that too. All of that. All of that. It's like feed your mind, body, soul, everything, and try to have some fun while doing all of this. Mm -hmm. Or at some point, you're gonna leave, and it's all gonna reverse. So, exactly. it's falling in love with the process, and I try to somehow make that happen as much as I can. And like I said, that community piece where I can throw them in a class now and hopefully make some friends that maybe, I mean, the beauty of Long Beach is we all have the one thing in common that we love the beach. Yes. So if we can all meet each other at some point and just make a connection, maybe you find a brand new running partner or I don't know, a new dinner date. Exactly. That's the best part about community. You never yeah. know what you're going to find. Exactly. Yeah. As a personal trainer, what advice would you give someone who is just starting their fitness journey and feeling overwhelmed or unsure to where to begin? As a beginner, I would say tackle one thing at a time. Find something that you like to do, and it might take you a while to figure that out. Like I said, if it's with me, that's fantastic. It's an added bonus, but it doesn't have to be. So... Obviously, if you have to start with like yoga, running, walking, biking, that's fine. Do I want them to eventually get to strength training? Yes, because of longevity. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to sell those cardio people on, but down the road, will it make the difference? Yes. But a real big beginner, find something that you like and find people that are doing it also so that you have someone you can talk to about your journey because it's going to get hard. Right. So, but again, that's what your support systems are for. Yeah. And you do want to take the road less travel. Trying to, and when you have somebody along with you on that path, it makes it a lot easier to navigate. Yeah. It's not going to be easy. I don't like to tell them that right in the beginning, but we're going to help you along the way. And that's mm -hmm. what we're here to. Another thing I would say is find a coach that you really trust can look up to and you actually like, because mm -hmm. I think that's a big part of it, even though we don't like to say that out loud. Mm -hmm. But you are gonna be spending a lot of time with this person and mm -hmm. talking to them a lot, so you have to kind of like them too. Even to have the confidence as a trainer to say like, you know what, we're not gonna be a good fit. Absolutely, I have no problem mm -hmm. saying that. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's like a burden on us and them. Like if they're coming dreading the session, and then we're like, you know, all tense right. too. It's, right. it's a little rough. Yeah. And we can find someone together that you'll get along with. Exactly. And that makes you that source of value or the hub for value because now everybody is like, okay, just because you, when you have a conversation with Steph, you're going to gain something out of it, whether it be some knowledge or a referral or you get to work with her. So you get to yeah. navigate those. The other thing is that I'm not good at everything. Like if you have a specific goal, like... You're not coming to me to power lift. That's not me. Mm -hmm. I have many others that I can set, <laughs> set you up with, like yeah. stuff like that. I don't mind owning 
or giving away to especially mm. people in this area. We love that. Yeah. We're I mean, all about that. That's ownership to yourself, you know, oh, to yeah. just also set those boundaries and let pe- you don't take everybody. You let people know, like, if, if we're a good fit, if we're not a good fit, I'll send you to somebody who may be a better fit. And right. That just speaks on your credibility. Oh, yeah. I don't want to. I do like to at least know what I know, you know. For sure. You know. <laughs> yeah. Can you talk about any upcoming events or initiatives that Slay has planned for the future? So this summer, I do plan to do at least, my goal is five surf events. I did three last summer. I want to do five. My first one, and I just talked about this right before this. So over the spring, we did a small trip to Costa Rica. Okay, so let me go back a little. Through all the student events, I just, I met an instructor, and his name is Jairo. He is from Costa Rica, and he he is born and raised in Costa Rica. We made a connection. He did like semi-privates with me during the pandemic and we got to talking and he's like, oh yeah, I go to Costa Rica all winter here and then I come back in June for the summer. He's like, I actually have a surf camp in Costa Rica. And I was like, no way, that sounds sick. I was supposed to go to Costa Rica before the pandemic happens, got canceled. He's like, I was like, it's on my list. And he's like, oh yeah, you have to come. So the first year I was like, I really wanted to go, but I didn't. Last year we went. Mm -hmm. So I went this past March. It was a blast. The people in Costa Rica are amazing. I was with Jairo and his crew the whole time. And while we were there, we did a little snorkel activity. And the man who ran the snorkel, his name was Javier, he was fantastic we learned so much and he taught us all about the coral reef and how the reef is dying and he has his own little nonprofit. so i was like okay that's it we're doing a, a surf event and then mm-hmm. it's going to be a fundraiser to save the coral reef of costa rica and Jairo's here i just saw him today oh wow so he, i was like i gotta tell him i gotta get his wife involved meg she came down too um, meg is from here so it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> but she helped plan my whole trip. Even better. Yeah. So I talked to one of my friends today. I was like, okay, are we ready to do this? Like, I'm going to make give her a little homework. I'm going to get Megan Hyro involved. And we're going to, like, raise all this money to, for the coral reef in Costa Rica. Because they're, re, they're replanting and rebuilding it there. Mm. And they have this whole system that they do. And Javier is, like, pretty much in charge of a lot of it. So I want to send a lot of money over there. They are, you know, it's very simple there and awesome. And he's so passionate about what he does. Like we were obsessed with him. So that's going to be my first surf event, I think. And I'll like have open donation just for people who don't even want to surf or whatever. And then hopefully a couple more after that. If I can like theme every single one, that'd be awesome. Mm -hmm. But I definitely will start with that. 